to drink or not to drink? That is the question. See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. Deuteronomy 30.15 You are now tuned in to TLUC, the life you choose. Hello, lifers. How are y'all doing? I hope you're staying focused on this Christian journey and making the right choices. So speaking of choices, let me tell you what I have chosen to do or not to do. Give up drinking. It's been about two weeks since I've given up my nightly glass of wine. Now, before you go quoting scriptures, because I got them all, there's Ephesians 5.18, and be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. There's 1 Corinthians 6.10, acts of the sinful nature, such as drunkenness, will prohibit a person from inheriting the kingdom of God. There's 1 Timothy 5.23 Drink no longer water, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake and thine often infirmities. This has been a debate in the church for a long time, still currently. Now there's some faiths that believe you don't even touch alcohol. You don't touch any type of strong drink. And there are some faiths, you know, that believe you can drink as long as you're not getting drunk, as the Bible, you know, all the scriptures I just quoted. It's the drunkenness, the drunkenness that is the sin. So myself, I knew that I couldn't get drunk. I knew that getting drunk was prohibited on this Christian journey. So I was careful. I was careful. I used scriptures backing my choice to drink. And then the belief I was telling myself it was for health factors. You know, like I was drinking wine because you know um, that unfermented grape juice does have healthful properties for the body. The problem is, are we drinking pure wine? Are we drinking pure wine? And then what I started to notice that I started going back to like the hard alcohol, my drink before I rededicated my life back to Christ was gin and tonic, love gin and tonic, tangeray to be exact. And I started noticing wine wasn't good enough for me. I started wanting that gin and tonic again. So still though, Because I've been drinking for years, years, I could have three gin and tonics and not be drunk. Therefore, I wasn't committing a sin, correct? I mean, I wasn't drunk. It wasn't like back in the day when I would get, you know, so drunk and um, throw up and be just not coherent. I wasn't doing that anymore. That I knew. So what was the problem? 
Was there a problem? Well, obviously, God still didn't want me to drink. So you can imagine my disappointment when the Holy Spirit told me I can no longer drink. I was like, uh, what? Excuse me? Like, God, come on. I've been like, if you follow all my podcasts, you know I've been celibate way before I rededicate my life life back to Christ. So I've been celibate now nine years, if not longer, lost count. You know, I I stopped profanity and I've, I've done so much even before I rededicated my life back to Christ just because I want to be a better person and you know just take care of my my mind and not have soul ties with the, the wrong people etc etc but the one thing that I love besides my eating <laughs> but that's another podcast is drinking drinking calms me at the end of a long day and for those who are listening to this podcast I know a lot of you agree after a tough day of work A lot of us just want to have a drink. Again, not to get drunk, but to have a drink. But the Holy Spirit was like, no, that is not the path I have for you. And God told me that where he's taking me, the path that he wants me to be on, my journey requires me to be completely sober at all times. Now, you're probably saying, well, if you weren't drunk, you were sober. See, that's where the problem is. Even though you're drinking and you're not getting drunk, your mood does change, correct? Just one glass of wine, even with my high tolerance, one glass of wine. Yeah, of course, I'm, I'm coherent and, and I'm not drunk, and but I'm a little different. I'm a little calmer. I'm a little peaceful. <laughs> I'm more tolerant. So it does change you. It does change you. So the Holy Spirit was like, no, I need you completely sober, unchanged. I need you when you need rest to come to me. This is what the Holy Spirit was telling me two weeks ago. Says, I need you to come to me. I need you to depend on me, not on that wine, not on that drink. This is what I require of you complete abstinence from drinking (sighs) that's all I can say y'all I I, you know I called my cousin and I was I told her I I think she's like the only person I told at the time um before this podcast in fact and I think she's the only person that knew before this podcast that I gave up drinking because it's such a part of my life even though I wasn't getting drunk Drinking was a part of my life. It was my nightly, just like how you have dinner. It was my nightly thing, my 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 day thing, whatever. You know, if I wasn't working, it was just my way of release. <clears throat> so I was upset. I was upset. I was so upset that I started to have a a tude, an attitude. The first week, I was miserable because I wasn't having my nightly drink. 
to wind down. And I also wasn't turning to the Holy Spirit. And that was the whole point. The whole point of God taking that from me was so I can depend on the Holy Spirit to comfort me when I'm having a tough day. Not for a substance. Okay? So this this week has been much better. It's been much better. I've thought about it a few times, but um, I'm staying on the journey because I want to be obedient to God. And like I said, you know, I was drinking wine, but then recently I noticed myself going back to alcohol, to strong alcohol. Now, that could be a reason, too. The Holy Spirit was like, no, you obviously can't can't even just drink wine, you know, because alcohol, it causes addiction, y'all. Let's just let's just be honest. It causes addiction. And the more you drink it occasionally, then then often, then every day, the more you want it. And that excess can cause drunkenness. And then that can lead to sin. Because you are you're really turning into a different person. You start thinking things that, that are not godly. You start saying things that are not godly. You start doing things that are not godly. And, and, you know, God knows the future. So maybe it was something that was about to happen if I would have kept on that path to going back to drinking my gin and tonic, you know, every night. Who knows? Maybe it was health-wise. Because liquor is not good for your kidneys. It's for your liver, for your body. It's not. I'm not talking about just wine. Because we know, we, we know the... Truly unfermented grape juice does have healthful properties for the body. That is true wine, y'all. Like, if, if you're out there drinking wine, it's it's a special kind of wine. <laughs> you know, it's pure wine. It doesn't have all these man-made properties in it. But pure unfermented grape juice does have healthful properties to your gut. So a small glass of wine, it's been proven. It, it could help your gut, your health. But alcohol, spirits as they call it, because it changes you. It's like another spirit and it's not the Holy Spirit. When you're drinking hard alcohol, it's not good for your body. And the Holy Spirit told me, that's it. You're done. This is not for you. This is not your journey. You cannot drink anything for any reason. I am telling you no. So here's the thing. You having that one drink is between you and God. But if God tells you no, and the Holy Spirit, he will let you know. The Holy Spirit will convict you if it's not for you. Don't override it. Do not override the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will tell you what's required for your life. That's what it's there for. The comforter and to lead and guide you. But if you continue to do what your flesh desires, then you're crossing over to sin. You are choosing to disobey God. And you are choosing to sin. With disobedience comes problems, affliction, and suffering that's a consequence of disobeying God 
just because you don't want to give up that glass of wine, that cocktail that we really shouldn't be dependent on anyway, right? You know, after I read like some of the scriptures and I was studying about um, just drinking wine and because we always try to find a way to justify what we want to do in the Bible, right? Because I don't know about you, but I know I don't want to purposely sin. I'm not going through this to go to hell. All right. So I say, and like my church says, if it's in the Bible, that's it. That's if it's written in the, if it's in the Bible, that's it. That's how you live your life. It's not through opinions. It's not through feelings. It's about the Bible. So I saw all these scriptures and saw all these scriptures. And then I saw Luke 1.15. And in this translation, it didn't have anything about drunkenness. It states, for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And be filled with the Holy Ghost. It didn't say he shall drink neither wine until he got drunk. It's saying, and and maybe the Holy Spirit was saying to me. And my church also says this, like know the context of those those scriptures. Know before that, the verse that you're reading. Know the, the story beforehand. You know, know what it's talking about. Know what it means, not just what it says. And that was for me. That was God telling me, you are to drink neither wine. That means nothing. No wine. No strong drink. Just be filled with the Holy Ghost. That's my journey. And that's the life I choose to live. I hope you enjoyed another podcast to drink or not to drink. Pray on it. Be obedient to the Holy Spirit. And you can't go wrong, lifers. Until next time. Ta-ta.